Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 329. Look at Acts chapter 28, verses 23 through 31. Let's read our passage. After arranging a day with him, many came to him at his lodging. From dawn till dusk, he expounded and testified about the kingdom of God. He tried to persuade them about Jesus from both the law of Moses and the prophets. Some were persuaded by what he said, but others did not believe. Disagreeing among themselves, they began to leave after Paul made one statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your ancestors through the prophet Isaiah, when he said, Go to these people and say, You will always be listening, but never understanding. You will always be looking, but never perceiving. For the hearts of these people have grown callous, their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Therefore let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. Paul stayed two whole years in his own rented house, and he welcomed all who visited him proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Paul is in Rome. He's had a a long, hard journey to get to Rome, but he was promised by an angel that he would get to Rome and be able to testify in Rome about the gospel. And so Paul has been allowed to live in his own rented house And he is under the guard of a single soldier who stays with him, either on a rotation or just a a single soldier who lives with him. We don't know the details of that, but he is under guard. But he's given the freedom to interact with anybody. And so after being there for three days, he had sent for the leading Jews from the various synagogues in town. They came and he told them what was going on with him. They said they hadn't heard anything from Jerusalem but said they would like to hear more. And that's where we pick it up here in verse 23. After arranging a day with him, many came to him at his lodging. So they set up a time for them to come back and hear more. And it says many came. Now we don't know. Now there's a parallel here between what happened back in chapter 13 at Pisidian Antioch. That was at the very beginning of Paul's ministry. They were in Pisidian Antioch, and they went to the synagogue and started talking about the gospel. And people were intrigued and said, we would like to hear more. So the next week, more people came to the synagogue to hear, both Jews and Gentiles. In fact, more were there the second week than the first week. Now, in this case, it just seems to be Jews the second time, but we don't know about the numbers. Uh, how many were there the first time and how many are are there the second time. But Luke does tell us many came to him at his lodging. Then it continues, from dawn till dusk, he expounded and testified about the kingdom of God. He tried to persuade them about Jesus from both the law of Moses and the prophets. So he spoke to them from dawn till dusk. That is the entire day he spent proclaiming the gospel to them. And his message is about the kingdom of God and about Jesus Christ. And it says he's trying to persuade them about Jesus. What about Jesus? That Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the king of the kingdom of God. 
Jesus is the king of God's people. Jesus is the savior. And says, persuade them from both the law of Moses and the prophets. Now, when we see that, the law and the prophets, that's a way of saying the Old Testament. And so the the law and the prophets means everything in the Old Testament. So he's using all of scripture to show people that Jesus is the Messiah. Then we see this common response in verse 24. Some were persuaded by what he said, but others did not believe. Now it says we're persuaded. Does that mean they became believers? I think so. That's been the case everywhere he went. He's always gone to the Jews and shares the gospel and shows that Jesus is the Messiah. Some believe and some don't. And it seems to be that some believe and then are at odds with the rest of the members of the synagogue. And so you have a a division in the synagogue, but the the synagogue as a whole is not persuaded in the majority. But many do believe. That's what we see here. Some were persuaded, but others did not believe. Verse 25, disagreeing among themselves, they began to leave after Paul made one statement. Well, before we see his statement, it's so you have now this disagreement between them. Those who have accepted the, the gospel and become believers now are at odds with those who won't. And the, so you have a, a disagreement now amongst the Jews. So he says, the Holy Spirit was right in saying to your ancestors, the prophet Isaiah, when he said, Go to these people and say, You will always be listening, but never understanding. You will always be looking, but never perceiving. For the hearts of these people have grown callous. Their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. So he quotes from Isaiah chapter 6, verse 9. In Pisidia, in Antioch, he had quoted from Isaiah 49, verse 6. And the theme of the quote in Pisidia, Antioch was the, the divine mandate to take the message to the Gentiles. And here, the, from Isaiah 6, 9, it's the, the, the message of Isaiah is the Jewish rejection of of the divine message. And so that we've seen through all all this is the the divine mandate to take the gospel to the Gentiles and the overall rejection of the divine message by the Jews. And by the Jews, I mean at large, the Jewish organization. Many Jews did believe. Many more, though, did not. So this uh, quote from Isaiah is three, three things that he talks about here multiple times. Eyes, ears, and heart. With the eyes we see, with the ears we hear, and the understanding of heart here is, is the, that center of understanding and one's will. So he says that you'll always be listening, but never understanding, talking about the ears. You'll always be looking, but never perceiving, talking about the eyes. And then the hearts of these people have grown callous. So we have eyes, ears, and heart. Then, he says, their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart. 
And if they did, they would turn and I would heal them. But they don't because their hearts are hard. And even though they see, they don't get it. Even though they hear, they don't get it. And so it's a, a rejection. Now, because it hasn't been explained to them well, no. He says, because their hearts are hard. So his message to the, the Jews is things are breaking up. Some have believed. Some have rejected. They're disagreeing amongst themselves. And, and Paul quotes from Isaiah saying, you know, the, it's an issue of the heart. That was the case then. It's the case now. Why do people reject the gospel? Because their hearts are hard. They hear it, but they don't get it. They see it, but they don't get it. All because their hearts are hard. So verse 28, he says, Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. This has been his message all along. I'm bringing the message to the Jewish people. Some will believe, most will not. Now I'm taking the message to the Gentiles. Now here, Luke closes out the book of Acts, verses 30 and 31. Paul stayed two whole years in his own rented house, and he welcomed all who visited him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. So Luke says he was there for two years, During this time, he's in a rented house, paying his own way, and people are free to visit him. He's restricted in what he can do. He is under guard. There's a Roman soldier guarding him, so apparently he can't really go out and about, but people can come to him, and people do for two years. And his message, the same as message was earlier, that he was preaching to the Jews, the kingdom of God and the message of the Lord Jesus. And it says he was allowed to do this without hindrance. So you know, the picture is that the, the Roman government is allowing him to preach the gospel. And that's the end of the book of Acts. You're going to say, well, where's the rest of the story? Isn't there a follow-up? You know, what, what, what's the deal here? It just kind of ends. It's not the end of Paul's life. And there's a lot of theories. Some say, well, Luke intended to write a third volume. Remember, the Gospel of Luke is his first volume. Acts is his second volume. Some say, well, there's supposed to be a third volume. Others say, well, if two years, kind of a statute of limitations took effect and Paul was released. But there's no real historical evidence that anything like that ever happened. Some say, well, eventually his number came up through the system and he was... Tried, found innocent, and released. Others say his number came up through the system and he was executed. Thing is, there's just not a lot firmly known. But as we piece together things, here, here's the best working understanding that most people have is that after two years, one way or another, he was released. Whether it was a statute of limitations and they just failed to prosecute, whether he did get a hearing and was released and declared innocent, or whatever the circumstances were, he was released. And during this two-year period of time of imprisonment in Rome, that's when he writes uh, the letters to the Church of Colossae, what we call the letter to the Colossians, the, the letter to Philemon, the letter to the Ephesians and the letter to the Philippians. And most say that, okay, after this two years, he was released, and he went out and engaged in ministry again. And sometime then later, he was in Macedonia, and that's where he wrote First Timothy. 
and then he was in Corinth, and that's where he wrote Titus. Then he was imprisoned again, and we know nothing really about this imprisonment, and say that's where he wrote Second Timothy, and then how long that imprisonment lasted, we don't know, but he was executed after that imprisonment. Now, why not executed the first time, but executed the second time? Well, Nero is the emperor during this time. And we know the first few years of Nero's reign were pretty good. Things were going pretty well. And it wasn't until later in Nero's reign that he really took a hard turn toward the Christians. And some say, in fact, he tried to frame the Christians in the fire of Rome and say they started it. And so it was later that uh, Nero gets harder on the the Christians. Maybe that's why Paul was released the first time, but then executed the second time. There's a lot we just really don't know. But we do know this, that Paul did go to Rome. Paul did spend two years in Rome proclaiming the gospel within the, the boundaries of being under house arrest, but still free to write letters to churches and talk to anyone who would visit him. So this finishes up our study through the book of Acts. It's been interesting going through, watching the gospel spread. Remember at the very beginning of the book of Acts, Jesus said, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And so by all accounts now, taking it to the ends of the earth, to Rome. Stay with me. What we'll continue now is we'll we'll start looking at Paul's letters, and we'll do it in a chronological fashion, because the way they are in our Bible, well, that's not chronological. It's kind of an, actually an odd arrangement, and we'll, we'll talk about that next time as we continue looking at the letters of Paul. We just we've watched the, uh, the ministry of Paul, so continue with me, and we will now look through the letters of Paul. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we start looking at the letters of Paul.